to rejoice. The very disciples who were very, very sad and scattered and afraid, they begin to rejoice. And when I think of Easter, I think about how the disciples' joy have spread all over the world, that many, many, many people have been rejoicing ever since that first Easter, including the little ones who came up this morning and bore testimony to the fact that Easter is about Jesus' resurrection. On Easter day, Jesus came alive, you heard them say. And we know that Easter came alive. I didn't ask them, but I didn't want to kind of get uh, theology wrong. So I figure, let me not ask the kids how they figured that out. But here is I'm going to tell you, which you know already, that on Easter day, Jesus came alive. The tomb was empty, just like the cross is. For Lutherans, the cross is empty. You can say it with confidence. The cross is empty. That's right. Yeah, Jesus is not there anymore, right? Because he is alive. And we are not surprised because Jesus had told his disciples that this would happen. And now the risen Christ shows up any and everywhere and gives life, life to all of those who open their hearts to him. Uh, do we have Barbara and, and uh, Alex in the congregation this morning? Um, Barbara and Alex, could you stand for me? So I have... Barbara and Alex standing because uh, earlier this month they celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary. Now, what's special about Barbara and Alex's anniversary or life together is not just that they're celebrating 50 years of marriage, but I want you to know that they are life-giving. Easter is about life-giving, and they are life-giving. Their relationship to each other is life-giving and life-sustaining, and it's out of their marriage that they have kids and many grandkids. And their work in the community is life-giving as well. Of course, Alex is a doctor, so he preserves life. He gives life by what he does, life-giving. Is Jane and Bud here? But Schwab, they were here yesterday, and this year they're celebrating their 66th wedding anniversary. And their life, I want you to know, is equally life giving. 
brought kids into this world, have many grandkids, and, and so forth. But their life is life-giving. Laura and Jason, could you stand for me? Where are you? Laura and Jason uh, just celebrated their 25th marriage anniversary. They are proud mothers of Michaela, who will, mother and father of Michaela, who will be confirmed today. They're life-giving, life-giving to their family, life-giving to their friends, life-giving in their work. Is Mary Keitel here? Can you stand for me, Mary Keitel? Is Janet Everett here? I'm going to have Janet stand up. And Bonnie Petit. Can you stand for me? These are women, notice, different generations. They're life-giving too, in their own way their own unique way. Thank you. Sit for me. Is Morgan Johnson here? Okay. Is Harold Lockensgard here? Could you stand for me, Harold? And uh, I'll have with Harold, stand up, stand up for me. And with Harold, I will have uh, Eric stand up. Yes, Eric, surprise, surprise. <laughs> and Charles, could you stand for me? Different generations, different fields of work, different family situations, they're life-giving. Could sit. <laughs> Michaela, Connor, Ryan, Cooper, Taylor, and Andrew, could you stand where you are? Now, children, you came up a while ago and you were telling me about Easter, right? Now, you see Michaela, you see Connor, you see Ryan, you see Cooper, you see Taylor, and you see Andrew. These are young people who were baptized a while ago, and I've had them in class. And I want you to know that in my class with them, I discovered that they are life-giving, okay? And it is my prayer that they will continue to be life-giving. I don't have any doubts about that, but it is my prayer that they will, be continue, they will continue to be life-giving. 
So I want everybody to stand with these conferments. Stand for me as you're able. I want you to know that all of you are life-giving. You might not feel that way, but you are. You're not life-giving because you, it is self-derived, but you're life-giving because, as the baptized people of God, Christ, the resurrected one, lives in you. The greatest testimony to the resurrection is not being able to see Christ following the resurrection, but to know that Christ lives in your heart. And that has come about in our baptism. And that makes us, you and me, life-giving. Please sit. So I want you to let others see the beautiful smiles that you wear because your smile can be life-giving. I want you to let others experience your kindness because that is life-giving. I want others to know that you, when you show compassion, that that is life-giving. And most of all, I want you to know that when you forgive, when you forgive another person, let it be your spouse. I like when I'm forgiven because um, I, do I do mess up. And uh, I think my wife is a little patient with me, which is a nice thing. Um, but I like you to know that when you forgive, it is life-giving. For someone to know that they're forgiven can make the world of difference in their life. And so we must remember that what makes us life-giving, what makes us Easter people is not that we have seen Jesus, but that he lives in us, in our smiles, in our words, in our deeds. And when people experience that, they will know that they're saved. Saved by the one who lives in us. So today, what you think about Easter, I want you to go with this. I want you to know that Jesus is not in the tomb, the cross is empty, the disciples rejoice, and their joy continues to live in you and me as we share this good news of life in the risen Christ. Amen.